Hey, welcome to the original Grew Collective podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Ben. And I'm Robert. And on these episodes, if you've tuned in with us before, you know that we drink different beers from different breweries. And today, obviously, we're recording this on Zoom. We're still in quarantine and all that. So, But today, we actually have the same beer. Robert and I have got the same beer. So we're going to be drinking the same beer today. So Robert, what beer are we drinking today? Yeah, we are drinking Amelia from Moonraker Brewing. It's a, uh, an IPA coming in at 7, 7% ABV, um, but it's not your uh, standard Amelia. So they've released Amelia before. It's a uh, coconut IPA. This one actually is a new variation. It's Nitro Amelia with coconut and lime. So we're pretty excited about this one. We're fans of the uh, traditional original Amelia, which is just coconut, like we said. Um, mm-hmm. Super good, really good coconut IPA. If you're a fan of coconut, if you're not, don't drink it because you won't like it. I, uh, <laughs> I kind of, of coconut. Yeah, it's a ton of coconut. I get a little frustrated because I've, I've looked at reviews before of uh, different beers, like Amelia being one of them. Um, there's a, a few other coconut IPAs that I love. Um, Fieldworks Brewing puts out one every year. It's amazing but I've read reviews from people who are like, I didn't like it, blah, blah, blah. Like, but then again, I don't like coconut. And I'm like, well, then why did you drink it? And then you're giving them like two. Yeah, that's a not. rating of two. on then you, know you don't like you're something. Tainting, you're tainting the rating just because of your personal preference. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I guess like everyone's rating is a personal preference in general, but if you're like inclined not to like something, don't review it, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're excited about this one. Um, and actually with this one, it's interesting. Um, we've had these before, I think, Ben. I feel like we've reviewed one that was nitro. Have we reviewed a nitro before? I don't think we have. Okay. Maybe, well, maybe says, we have, but I don't. I feel like we have because okay. I remember saying it says to shake the can. Oh, I, I think it might have been a Moonraker one. Was it Amelia then? No, it wasn't Amelia. Okay. Well, this one, it says, once again, they do this with their nitros. They say, shake this can a few times, then pour it upside down into a glass. Um, there was one previously that we drank, and it said shake with vigor. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was Moonraker, who it was. This doesn't say shake with vigor. I prefer that. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we will shake this one. They even actually, on Instagram, did an instructional video showing, like, hey, this, we straight up, we do shake this can. And so they shook it, poured it. Um, it activates nitro. And uh, it does make a difference because I've actually tried um, nitro beers in can before, shaken and then unshaken, and it's cr- it's much more creamy if mm. you uh, if you shake it. So, yeah. oh, you know what? Uh, they put out a sour nitro, I think, a sour IPA. I think that might have been what it was. Yeah, I remember it being Moonraker. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. If I if it comes to me, I'll say it, but don't want to waste anyone's time or our own. So. <laughs> Let's uh, let's get let's get a let's get a shaking. Yeah, let's do it. Said a few times. Oh man, it's gonna explode. So I'm moving my phone. <laughs> I'm holding it back so I don't want it to explode on the computer. Back away from my computer. And then just dump it. Bang. Oh, perfect pour. It's almost spilling over, but not quite. I'll set it down gently. If you're watching right now, you, dang, that's a lot of freaking head. So, uh, I got mine in it. You did it right. Look at that freaking creaminess. Oh, and the bubble. So if you're not watching, you should watch. It's pretty cool. I mean, if you've seen it on Nitro before, but then like the head is just like slowly dissipating. And that's then- what you want to see. Yeah. Um, on a Nitro beer is obviously the head is like it appears like um, 
it's dissipating almost from the bottom of the, the, the level. Of yeah. Water. It's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, so your glass almost looks like very, very slowly. It's filling up more with beer versus the head. So, um, rather than the head coming down, like Dude, that's the, just beautiful. With the carbonated with CO2. So this yeah. one, I mean, already smells so good. I'm not smelling any wine. I'm smelling coconut. Um, talking about the parents. I smell, uh, like definitely. I, okay. So the other Amelia that's not nitro is pretty sweet as yeah. well, but I smell sweetness on this one. Yeah. This one's really good. I think this smells fairly similar in my opinion um, to the, it does. Yeah. To Amelia, uh, the traditional standard, their first Amelia. Um, they are uh, just a little backstory. So if you're not watching with us on YouTube right now, this can has a actual photo of Amelia Earhart standing in front of her airplane. Uh, Dude, where is she? Where what? is she? Oh. Where, where did she go? <laughs> where are you, Amelia? Um, they they named it Amelia because they actually uh, it's Amelia Road. Their the brewery is on Amelia Road or Amelia. I think it's Amelia Road. Not Boulevard. Oh, it's on Earhart. Earhart. That's right. Oh, that's right. Thank you. It's Earhart. Yeah. Something Amelia. Um, so yeah, Earhart wrote, and that's why they Amelia it. Earhart. So makes sense. There you go. Thanks, Ben, for for uh, tying that together. Because yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a pretty cool can. It looks like a piece of old worn parchment paper. Um, with the it's a really cool can. I really like the can. Yeah. Um, this is going to be interesting to try to like sip through. This definitely well, into my mustache. Well, I was going to say let's get it on the nose, but we already talked about that. Yeah, we did. And you know, we actually haven't talked about our fun fact yet. The fun fact of this episode is snails and slugs love beer. So if you have a garden or uh, plants in your yard and you want to draw out the snails and slugs, it's recommended you put out a little bit of beer. Please don't waste your craft beer on snails and slugs. You mm -hmm. can buy the crappy stuff for them. Put it in like a little container, maybe like a little, uh, like a medicine cap or like a coffee cup lid thing or something like that, cover up the hole. Um, and they're supposed to draw them out. So give wow. it a try. Maybe I, I will, like, maybe I'll give it a try like today or this week, actually. I feel like these fun facts are turning into helpful tips. <laughs> Just cause be, yeah, the helpful tips slash fun facts. A few weeks ago was the one about the pets, right? Like pets shouldn't have beer. Yeah, yeah, hops are toxic. Oh yeah, for home brewing. Yeah. So you want to try it? Yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna have to freaking wade through this freaking foamy head, but. You're gonna have to do it. Look at that. <laughs> All right, like entire mustache was just dripping. So this, this is really good. Def definitely the mouthfeel is very creamy on it. You kind of expect that with nitro, like nitro beer, nitro coffee. There's, it's very creamy. Yeah, that's the, the purpose of that nitro. Um, super creamy, amazing. I love this mouthfeel. Oh my gosh. And it's so interesting because you're not used to having, you know, stouts often will come in uh, nitro, mm -hmm. but you're not used to having an IPA on nitro. And so I've had some, to be honest, that aren't, it was a little weird for me. Um, this one I think is awesome. It's almost like a little bit of like a, with a coconut and lime, a pina colada feel to it right now, like taste wise. Yeah, definitely. Um, you have that creaminess, which I think enhances the pina colada like aspect. So it's even more similar to a pina colada. Because the pina colada is going to be usually blended, drink, smooth, um, thick. And so the mm -hmm. nitro really uh, um, lends itself to that. So I think this is super good beer. I'm not getting a whole lot of lime, in my mm -hmm. opinion. It's just like a touch of lime. Um, but I'm not a huge lime guy. So I feel like lime would be at the end. Or for me, I'm getting it at the end. Mm -hmm. It's not like yeah. all the way 
It's not super bold. The coconut obviously is way more up front. I think it's really well balanced. On that it's like a sweet coconut. coconut. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, what are those? Can't you have like toasted coconut? I don't know, like those little coconut chunks. They have like the little uh, coconut candies. Yeah, it's like it, so, like it's the strips. Kind of strips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of tastes like that. The coconut, the dried coconut strips that are really good. Yeah, this is a really good beer. Mouth feels pretty awesome on this one. I yeah, I'm so stoked that they did this. I think this is way better. It's is a really good call that they did this one on nitro versus just standard CO2 carbonation. Yeah, this really works. Like the flavor, like that coconut. I don't know. It just really works on nitro, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. every type of flavor would. So uh, to segue into our brewery talk, um, actually, the conversation uh, is going to be on nitro beer. So we're going to give you um, a brief history on nitro beer in general. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it, really. Um, so before you go into that, yes, I need to clear the air about something. So, like, I feel kind of bad about this, but last week we played uh, Never Have I Ever, and one of Robert's questions was, or or challenge, or he said, Never Have I Ever owned more than one car. Did you lie? And what? Did you lie about something? So, so I was, um, when I was putting the video together afterwards and listening to it, I realized, and I just feel horrible about this. I said that I have a Suburban, but it's actually a Subaru. So I, I, just, needed, I just needed to clear the air. I needed to put that out there. I needed to let you all know that I actually have a Subaru and not a Suburban. Please, so, people. I get that off my chest. Yeah, this story is going to take off, I think. Uh, <laughs> I also think that you owe me a sip now. You need to oh. take a sip. That's true. I, I will. Yeah, it was never ever. So you had to take sips last week. So take a sip. Thank you. One of the most embarrassing things that's ever happened to me. And we can get a brew. It, it, it was like pretty embarrassing, but I called, we had just moved to Washington and I called, um, I was having trouble with my Jeep. It was a Jeep Cherokee. And I called this uh, car place and was asking them, um, what was going on or like if I could like schedule an appointment to bring my car in and they're like, Oh, what kind of car do you have? I was like, oh, it's a, uh, and I, my mind just like went blank and I couldn't think how to pronounce it. So I said, oh, it's a, it's a Jeep Cherokee. And the guy just started laughing. The guy started laughing and he was like, do you mean Cherokee? And I was like, oh yeah. And I didn't, I didn't bring it in to them. I wouldn't have either, man. <laughs> Cause I was like, it was embarrassing. Yeah. I don't know. You get embarrassed at car places. I feel like, especially, I don't know if girls feel this way, but I go into car places and they ask me all these questions and I'm like, I don't even like know what year my car is. I feel like so stupid. And you're asking me about all these things. I have no idea. I feel like I should know, but I just never know. Wait, you should know what year your car is. I feel like, right? Like, yeah, I, I like know, but I always forget. I always forget. I always forget if it's I do. 2007 or 2008. I do forget sometimes on mine. I've had to ask my wife like, wait, is it this year? Yeah. yeah. I just always feel like I should know more than I do. And they always ask me all these questions. And or you, you take it into a place and ultimately they will always ask like, oh, your air, air uh, filter needs to be replaced. Yeah. Re- replace it for like a thousand dollars. No, not today. Next time. Next time. Yeah, maybe next time. <laughs> Two years pass. Doesn't your air not work, Robert? No, dude. Thank you for remembering. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that was years ago when I first got the car. The AC stopped working. It was because I forget. You need a new air filter. It wasn't the air filter. It was, um, I, there was like a rock. They told me a rock like punctured a hole in something underneath the car that had involved like the AC. Oh, and so okay. it would blow cold air. 
And so, yeah, I was driving. It was, unfortunately, I realized, of course, right when summer hit, so I, that I didn't have AC. And I was, like, broke at the time, like, young college student and stuff. So, yeah, it was pretty, pretty crappy. Yeah, it gets but, pretty hot in the Valley, too, California. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So I think, oh, I already said what the brewery talk is. It's nitro beer in general. So I do have my phone out. So if you see me glancing down, no, that's why. I cannot, I'm sorry, memorize every little minute detail and date. In fact, um, if you think I should, stop listening. Uh, <laughs> don't please hang around. Thanks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to dive right in. So actually, uh, I was surprised. I, for whatever reason, I don't know. I assume nitro beer in general had been around a little bit longer. And it has been around for decades, right? Um, but not, not, not centuries. Um, and so it was actually uh, founded by Guinness. So it was founded or created a uh, nitro beer by a guy named uh, Michael Ash and he was hired by Guinness in 1951. And so there was, uh, the reason he created Wait, nitro beer. Really? So yeah. what did, what did Guinness do before? Did they just have like normal stout? Perfect question, Ben. And so what they did was they would do carbonation, but uh, pubs would have two different casks, at least two different casks, and one was low carb, one was high carb. And so they would um, do one and fill your glass halfway and then do the other. And I'm pretty sure, I'm, I may be wrong on this one, I'm pretty sure it was they would do the uh, low carb mm -hmm. and then the high carb. It could have been vice versa. But they would do one before the other. And so every beer pour took at least one minute. And so it was taking forever, right? So you get the glass or anything like that, do the pour. And so if you have tons of thirsty people hopping into your pub, and you're taking a minute of glass, that's taken way too long to pour a beer. Mm -hmm. and I think everyone's probably experienced like someone who doesn't know how to pour a beer properly or their system isn't properly set up when you go out. And so you're at a bar or somewhere and you ask for a certain beer and then it's like straight nothing but head coming out poorly. There's multiple reasons why that could actually happen. But um, I've had it where I've had to sit there for a while because they were waiting for it to like start pouring properly. Mm. And, but yeah, and so that's what they used to have to do. And so that had gone on for like hundreds, I think hundreds of years. I know it, it that had gone on for hundreds of years. Um, and I'll tell you why I know that. Um, and so this, he's actually, he was a mathematician. I don't think I said that. So Michael Ash was a mathematician. They hired him in 51, 1951. And then uh, he identified that problem or was aware of that problem and wanted to find a solution. And so he knew that uh, nitrous nitrogen would be the solution. Um, to carbonate. And so uh, beer, as everyone's probably aware, just to kind of give you carb CO2 versus uh, nitro uh, beer. CO2 uh, gives uh, the bubbles grow and grow as they come up the beer um, when they're like, from, you know, from the bottom of the glass to the top. Um, and they're actually, beer is naturally carbonated when you brew it. If you're a home brewer, you do know though that uh, we do what's called forced carbonation. And so, because uh, that natural carbonation is very minimal. And so we force carbonate beers and um, to get more carbonation to that level that we're used to today. Um, but nitro or uh, nitro beers actually give you, they don't, the bubbles stay there. They stay really dense on that head that we're seeing. Let's see, I'll pour a little more on that head that we saw when we first poured this beer, tiny, dense little bubbles. Mm -hmm. And they stay like that. They don't grow. And so that's what um, gives us that really rich, creamy mouthfeel um, in, in, in the nitro beers. And so, uh, yeah, so they had this problem and he saw the solution was to uh, make them with nitro. And the issue was that they didn't have any kegs that could support that. So he actually teamed up with uh, keg manufacturers and they had to design a specific keg for this or a specific mm -hmm. type of keg. 
Yeah. So in 59, 1959, they were able to produce this cake, start pushing it out to the pubs, which was perfect because it was right now, again, this was in a hurry. It was right in time for their 200th anniversary. Um, so they were able to push this out to uh, all the pubs. And now, and that's kind of like how, how Nitro started was that issue was going on. Uh, this mathematician, Michael Ash, hired by Guinness, solved it. So they're really the, the, on the forefront of Nitro beers, uh, which was super cool. And that from there, that point on, I mean, it really changed the history of beer, really, especially with Guinness. Yeah, dude, I, I, I didn't know, like, for some reason, I didn't think about that you were going to talk about Guinness, but that makes so much sense. Because I was in Ireland this last year, actually. And no matter where, no matter where you go in Ireland, we went to this like, really small island off like the coast of Ireland that's still considered in Ireland. And it's like, they get uh, mail delivered by plane. It has like a, one of the oldest grave um, grave sites in the world on it, and uh, they had they had Guinness on nitro in that in the pub that was there. So like I just thought it's just crazy. No matter where you go in Ireland, they have Guinness yeah. uh, on nitro. It's pretty yeah, cool. This all this all went down. Obviously, Guinness is you know founded and located in Ireland. Um, so this all went down in Ireland, um, changed, you know, the beer game for the better. And, you know, Guinness is known for their nitro beers. And initially the nitro beer was an only on tap thing. So it was created late fifties, you know, it was pushed out to the masses in 59. Um, but it wasn't until the late eighties actually that, uh, Guinness was able to can the first nitro beer. And so what they did was, uh, there's a few different things in the can, but they did have a, like a little, uh, bead. Within the have you been can. doing that since the eighties? Late 80s. I remember when I was 21, let's do the math here, 2011, uh, Guinness was one of the first beers that I, because I didn't drink until I was 21. And so Guinness is one of the first beers where I'm like, oh, this has some flavor. I like this. They had these 16 ounce cans that they would sell with this little, like, I don't know if it was shaped like a little torpedo, a little plastic torpedo with swirls. Uh, a spiral on it and that was to help activate the nitro when you poured in the can so yeah they when they first released it in cans in the eight, late 80s they had like this little bead in there that helped activate the nitro as well That's cool. uh, yeah and now ever since like it's, you know other breweries started doing nitro obviously since then and then uh now nowadays there a lot of breweries are experimenting nitro isn't just for stouts anymore like obviously we're, right now we're drinking a, a ipa a nitro ipa and i love it Pretty crazy so thank you, Michael Ash. This is yeah, that's pretty awesome. He said the issue, um, he actually passed not too long ago, but he said the issue was not, he said nitro was obvious to him. He said that wasn't the issue. The issue was to solve the problem was creating a keg that could do it. And so that was the, the whole, like, I think where his whole mathematician degree came in i suppose was mm -hmm. figuring out how to do it and how everything needed to work and working with the manufacturer so it was really cool reading it um i didn't know that guinness was the first brewery to do nitro uh, yeah i didn't know I that so, just it because does. that's what they're known for so and i i didn't know how fairly new it was it's pretty know? cool to see it like um when i first went to ireland i went to ireland for my honeymoon and uh i didn't drink a ton when I was on my honeymoon, but then when, when I, what's that? What a bummer. I know. Right. <laughs> well, cause I actually, I got married. I had turned 21 when we landed in Ireland on my honeymoon and I hadn't really drinking before that. So I just wasn't, I don't know. 
I wasn't really, that's not what I was looking to do. Yeah. You're there. But when I was there this last time, that is what I was looking to do. So we, uh, (laughs) but like every pub that we went to, like I said, it's pretty cool to watch it actually just be poor. If you've ever seen Guinness or any nitro beer be uh, poured, it's pretty cool to watch because I mean, kind of how we did it, you know, like the bubbles, they're all the way through the whole glass. And then like, you just watch it like fill up, like the bubbles dissipate and then the beer is like filling the rest of the glass. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully other people out there have tried, you know, nitro IPAs. Uh, I'd be curious. I, I can't think of any other nitro beer I've had besides stouts. Um, I was trying to think before we started, you know, filming this episode, what is a really good non-stout nitro I've had. And I knew that Moonraker had put out one. And I think it is like, I think I really did enjoy the nitro sour that they dropped. Oh, you know what it was? It was a nitro. It was like a nitro coffee IPA sour. or something like that. It was a coffee sour. It was interesting. I remember. Yeah, that sounds like Moonraker. I wasn't like, it wasn't my favorite beer, but I remember really being impressed with like how innovative they are. Yeah. Or, you know, with that beer. And mm-hmm. I really appreciated like all the different aspects of it. Um, as a whole beer itself, it wasn't my favorite personally, but. I remember being pretty impressed and I remember the first time I actually had it was at the brewery and that's when I first saw them shake the can and stuff because they didn't keg any of it. They only had it in cans. So I ordered it off the menu, not knowing. And so we went, went into the back fridge, grabbed the can, started shaking it like crazy, poured it for me. And then uh, after that, I left with some four packs of it because I loved it that much. That's awesome. When I first tried it, I, I'm sure I was a couple beers deep already. And so I probably loved it even more. Yeah. But yeah, we were bringing it home, enjoying it, stuff like that. I had, I think I shared it with some friends and stuff like that. But yeah, it was really, it was, it was good. And this is, I, this is better in my opinion, but different style, hard to compare. But I really like in this nitro version of Amelia for sure. Dude, oh the days of being able to go to a brewery. All right, I know, right? Seems I saw like forever on social media. I saw some people I know, and um, they're like cousins of friends, or on a party bus recently, like this weekend uh, a few days ago yeah i know uh but i was i was wondering i was like where are you guys going like what's open because nothing is open like you can't like breweries are open but you can't actually go and hang out there. i've seen like i've seen stuff as well where people are just like hanging out and i'm just like are are you supposed to be doing that <laughs> hey, I don't that's know. <laughs> yeah i don't it's interesting but that's weird. Like a party bus. That seems pretty. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, but my thought was like, where are you guys going? You can't go anywhere and like sit down and get drinks right now. It's like not so nowhere. Weird. So weird. Yeah. Nowhere's legally allowed to do that. And at least in our area. So I thought that was weird. Anyways, I'm not getting a whole lot since this opened up. I mean, this, it is what it is. Just a creamy beer, coconut, uh, hints of lime. Super good, 7% ABV uh, from Moonraker Brewing in Auburn, California. If you've never had Moonraker, trade for Moonraker. If you're not from this area, they're really good. They do distribute to uh, all throughout California, actually. Um, Right now, they're doing online sales, but I think that's only to California. I don't think they distribute out of state. Um, Um, I will say, too, like, look at this. If you're not watching, there's so lacing. The lacing on the glass is incredible. Yeah. And I'm almost, dude, I'm almost, this is it. This is all I have left dang 
It's so easy to drink. It is. This is super well, easy. You, you, were, you were given the facts. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I was just drinking. I was just sipping, enjoying. <laughs> yeah. Ben was like, I love this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Dude, yeah. It's so good. I will. The mouthfeel is just, I will say on point for a nitro, like what you Absolutely. want. It's yeah. so it's so easy to drink and it's delicious. This is off. This is an off topic, actually. I was gonna say uh, something I really enjoy right now because I was thinking of nitro beers and you know some that I've had recently are golden stouts. That's obviously not what we're drinking right now, mm-hmm. but I appreciate golden stouts because they're so different, like from what you think a stout is. Everyone associates a stout with like a ton of like the chocolatiness and everything, coffee notes. Uh, but we had a really good golden stout, which impressed me. It was just so crazy from Bear Bottle. Oh, of course. Off to the coffee, like inspired one, like infused, oh, I think. And so it was like this beautiful golden stout, super creamy from Bear Bottle in San Francisco. We went down and visited. And uh, I remember- Was uh, I there when you had it? Yes, because your wife said that was- uh, Oh, I had that. She said that was one of the best beers she's ever had. Yeah, that's yeah. a big, that's a big deal. Then you know who we have to thank for that is Michael Ash for creating Nitro. Yeah, thanks, Michael Ash. That's pretty awesome. Um, we close out every episode with a cheers and cheers to y'all for hanging out with us, listening. We really do appreciate it. Please um, like, rate, and subscribe, and whatever it be. If you're on YouTube, you know, like it follow or subscribe social media follow please we'd appreciate that um, we each actually have our own uh, individual instagram accounts it's been a little probably stagnant lately just due to um, recent events in our lives also due to covid um, and lockdown everything we're dealing with that everyone's dealing with um, but if you would be so inclined to give us a follow as well we would appreciate that so you could follow um, just us as, us as a whole at original brew collective on instagram um, and then uh, if you want to give Ben a follow, it's Benjamin underscore OBC. And yep. if you want to give me a follow, it's Robert underscore OBC. And we'd really appreciate that. Um, any comments, any beers you think that we should try um, or trades? We're open to that. Also, recently we both got Nintendo Switches. So slide into the DMs with those <laughs> uh, friend IDs because we will play you in Mario Kart and you will win. Uh, <laughs> I don't so, yeah. know. We've been getting pretty good. Yeah, Ben and I are actually like, I mean, I'm feeling pretty confident about our we don't, ability. We don't suck. Yeah, we don't suck um, compared to our other friends. So, <laughs> no, um, our friends are good. No, I'm, I meant like when comparing us to them in oh, racing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. We're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. we're pretty good. So, uh, yeah, actually, that's more important. Go follow Original Brew Collective on Instagram. But more importantly than following us, just send us those friends' codes. Because yeah. we would love to load people on Switch. That'd actually be really fun. I also have uh, Super Smash Bros. I'm not good at that yet, but I will be. So if you want to beat me up. I'm horrible at that game. Slide into the DMs, please. Um, but, all right. We close this out with a cheers. Ben, who are we cheersing this episode? I feel like the cheers is pretty obvious to Michael Ash. I think it is too. So yeah. this one goes out to all you listeners and also Michael Ash for creating the nitro beers for us. Thank you, Mike Lash. Cheers. Cheers.